Oh my gosh, this guy was probably clicking his heels saying, there's no place like home. There's no place. Like really wishing he could go home in this moment. What's up, guys? You are listening to Sid Speaks PhD. I am your host, Sydney Jackson. Um, last week, I promised that I would have a dating update for you guys. And honestly, it's not nearly as exciting as it should be. Um, but side note, one of my friends owns a bridal shop, Dressing Up. Um, Adeline's Dressing Up, to be exact. It is in Gross, Texas. Shout out to my girl, Carrie. Um, some of the best, most beautiful bridal gowns you can ever imagine. Definitely the best in Southeast Texas. And if you are local to Southeast Texas and you are newly engaged, you definitely need to go check it out. Um, set up an appointment. I promise it'll be the time of your life. It'll be the best part of your entire engagement process. Um, anyway, that was, that was totally not sponsored, by the way. I'm just supporting my friend because she's the bomb. Anyway, I went to her shop last week and tried on a few different dresses for her social media and I posted them on my social media accounts. And y'all, why was everybody losing their minds? Like, first of all, can we remember, this is Sydney, right? Like, this is me. Y'all know that I'm not getting married. Why did I have so many people hitting me up, messaging me, like, so concerned? I had several people very concerned. I had other people very intrigued. Um, I really... I really had a lot of people's attention. I'm not even going to lie. Like, on my Facebook stories, I normally get, like, 300 views. Like, 300 max on an average Facebook story. I posted a picture in a wedding gown, and I had 700 views. Y'all are nosy as heck. <laughs> Y'all are so dang nosy. I'm not engaged, but <laughs> I did look really good in those dresses. Um, I'm not even going to lie. But it really, it's not even me. Like, it's the dresses. Carrie's dresses at her shop are so phenomenal. They are worth every penny. And if you are, if you, even if you're not engaged, and even, even if you've already been married, if you need a, a dress, you need to go see Carrie. Um, so anyway, so back to, back to the dating update. So there was this guy, um, this is, this is not my story. I'm not, I'm not telling anybody else's story. There was this guy that I was kind of talking to and y'all, he was so great. He checked off every box. Like he was funny. He was tall. He was spontaneous. He like all of the good things that I want in a guy, right? And so he asked me on a date and it, it fell through like it didn't work out. Um, I had to cancel. And then he asked me on another date and then he had to cancel because of the weather. And then so like it was just that just kind of sucked. So we, we were just texting, talking on the phone, FaceTiming a little bit. And like everything was going so good. And then he's like, OK, we have to we have to go on a date, you know, I'm like, yeah, I agree. But his, our schedules did not match up at all like it was like he was in he was out of town one weekend I was in town and vice versa it was just a hot 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 mess and it never worked out that we could go out on a date and so <laughs> so he texts me one morning on his I guess he's at work or like on a break or something and he's like hey um like can I bring you coffee to work and I was like oh my gosh my heart started palpitating like first of all I'm not a coffee drinker um I just naturally have a lot of energy. If you know me, you know that I have 
so much energy naturally, but he he offered to bring me coffee. And so I freak out and I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Like I am instantly um, an anxious, hot mess. And I was like, I was like, oh my gosh. So I call my friend and I'm like, I'm like, Amy, Amy, he is offering to bring me coffee. What do I say? She's like, say yes. What are you talking about? Say yes. I'm like, you know, I don't drink coffee. Side note, I actually already had a cup of coffee that morning because I wanted Dunkin' Donuts. So I stopped by Dunkin' Donuts and got a donut. And I was like, well, while I'm here, I may as well get a coffee. I never drink coffee. But that morning I drank a coffee. He calls me and asks if I want a coffee. I have a full on panic, anxiety, whatever, freak out in the bathroom on the phone with Amy, pacing back and forth. And I'm like, Amy, Amy, oh my gosh, like, I don't know what to do. (laughs) She's like, tell him you want whatever. She's like, names her coffee order. I'm like, okay. So I texted him. I'm like, okay, this is what I want. Y'all, why does he text me back and say, are you for real? That's what I, he's like, that's what I order. And I was like, Amy, he says that's what he ordered. She freaks out. We're both freaking out in the bathroom. She's like, okay, now calm down and go get the coffee from him. So he pulls up with his coffee a few minutes later and it was disgusting. I hate coffee. I really like, I like chocolate milk. I want my, if I'm going to drink coffee, I want it to taste like chocolate milk, caramel milk, or like some delicious milk. I do not want it to taste like coffee. And it definitely tasted like coffee. Um, Amy's coffee order was definitely coffee. Anyways, he stands there and talks to me. He's so nice, so polite. And uh, we schedule another date while he's standing there. And naturally, it fell through again. Like another, another not date. So we're texting and he's like, you know, I really, I really want to see you. I'm like, yeah, no, I want to see you too. Like whatever, whatever, you know, we're doing the whole flirty, want to see you thing, and, <laughs> and it was getting, like, a little later in the evening, um, it was, it was nighttime, I mean, it was, like, 10 o'clock at night, and he's, like, he's, like, come over, <laughs> and, as, as I said in my very first story, I'm not the Netflix and chill girl. I will watch Netflix, but, um, and I will chill, but I will not quote unquote Netflix and chill. Um, but I, you know, I don't mind hanging out. I don't mind. I don't mind clearly going to somebody's house, but it's, it's by the time we texted back and forth a little bit, it, it was closer to 11. It was like 10 30, 11 ish. And he's like, come over. And I'm like, nah, I don't know. I was like, you want me to come over right now? He's like, yeah, why not? And I was like, well, I'm, you know, I'm not going to sleep with you. And he, y'all, his panties got flipped upside down. He was so mad. He did not like that at all. He was like, what do you mean? Like, why would you say that? Was that the vibe I'm giving off? Blah, blah, blah. He's like, kind of goes off on me, like, like minor, a minor little go off. And I'm like, whoa, dang, like, I'm sorry if I struck a nerve. Like, it's 11 o'clock at night. Would you... What else do you invite somebody to your house for at 11 o'clock at night? Like, I know that I haven't been, like, dating a lot. And I know it's been a minute for me. But I'm not dumb. And 11 o'clock at night ain't nothing, ain't nothing open after 10 p.m. Except late. (laughs) I'm not even going to say that. I'm not even going to finish saying that. Anyway, I had a youth pastor. I had a youth pastor say that one time. Uh, 
he was like preaching about purity and he was like you know girls nothing nothing's open after 11 o'clock except legs and i was like what <laughs> like, like now that I, now that like i say it back as an adult i'm like that's like really inappropriate why would he say that to a group of youth anyway so he gets all mad at me and he is not happy he does not talk to me the whole next day and i'm texting him i'm like i hope you had a good day <laughs> I know he's mad, but I'm like, surely he'll get over it. You know, like we've had all this, these great conversations. He brought me coffee to work. I don't even drink coffee. Like, you know, it's been good. So he does not talk to me the whole next day. Um, and then the following uh, Monday, he texts me at like noon. He's like, hey, can we talk? I'm like, oh my gosh, heavy eye rolls, whatever. I'm like, sure, what's up? And I'm thinking he's going to call me because, you know, can we talk means I'm going to call you. Well, he doesn't. He sends me this book text message. Long story short, basically saying he is not ready for a relationship. He's not emotionally, uh, whatever, ready for a relationship. He thinks I'm a great girl. He sees great potential there, blah, 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 blah. He's like, it's not you, it's me. I know how cliche that sounds, but really, it's me. I'm not ready for a relationship right now. Like, I just, I'm just not in a good place. I'm like, okay, cool. I can understand that whatever like whatever you know I know that you're upset because I did not come over and I was not a booty call and and I know I know that that's that's why you're upset like I know that but you can absolutely blame it on your emotional stability 1000% I don't care either way I'm gonna live on and continue my life um per usual and y'all the update that I was waiting to give y'all was that he has a girlfriend. He has a whole girlfriend now. Um, I don't know how long that's been his girlfriend, but I know they post pictures together now. And I'm like, I thought you wasn't ready. You know, I thought you weren't ready for a relationship. <laughs> and like, I don't actually care because whatever, like his loss. Uh, <laughs> but no he uh he now has a girlfriend and you know I wish them the best I love that for them I'm sure they're just happy as can be um just in love and I um I also told him that I was starting this podcast like I told him that I was doing this podcast and he was like don't worry like I hope I'll never be on he said I hope I'll never be featured on on an episode he's got like, promise to never take you on a bad date <laughs> what he should have said was I promise to never take you on a date because that is where we are and he is on my podcast now so uh, I'm not gonna say his name but if you're one of my close friends and you already know his name but anyways he did unfortunately end up here on the podcast and I hate it for him but the girl, your girl's got to have content and that's just free content. If it happens to me, it's free. I almost wish we would have went on a, wish we would have gone on a date and it was bad so that I could like, you know, really, really have something juicy for y'all. But I do have a story to tell. I do actually have a story to tell. So don't go anywhere because I'm about to tell a story right now.
So this week's story is very exciting to me because this is my first story from a man. This is a guy's story, a man's story about his PhD. So this guy, his name is Andrew and the girl is Shelby, the girl in question is Shelby. So they're just a young, just young singles looking, looking for some entertainment. Uh, he is just a young single bachelor gets on Bumble because he's bored. I mean, why else are we on Bumble? Right? Because pure boredom. Some people get on, on Bumble for, um, entertainment. Some people get on for attention. Some people get on for marriage. Some get on for hookups. He was on there for, you know, you know, whatever, whatever he was on there for. I can say it was definitely not marriage. I can tell you that he was not on there for marriage. So he meets Shelby, this young, cute girl, and, um, they're texting back and forth, really hitting it off naturally. And, uh, they're like, why don't we, why don't we go out? You know, it was, um, it was a weeknight and they decided to go to the casino, um, which is like, I think he lives, he lives in orange, like an orange, the orange area. So like the casinos in like Charles are not very far at all. Like not, not, not a drive. It's not a big deal. So they decided to go to the casinos and he was like, I think I'm going to drink. So you should drive, you know, he's responsible, he says, he's very, he's very responsible, so he's not going to drink and drive, he is going to be the passenger, so Shelby picks him up, they get to the casino, they are having a phenomenal time, great time, they're just out all night, and let me remind you again, this is a work night, this is a week night, I'm gonna, I don't know exactly what night it is, so I'm gonna call it a Thursday, it is a Thursday night, um, they do have to be up bright and early for Friday. So they're they're kind of thinking like, we're going to go easy. We're not going to go too hard, but we're definitely going to drink and we're definitely going to have a good time, but we both have to go to work tomorrow. So let's kind of be a little bit more cautious. Um, so they threw that caution to the wind. Just, they said they didn't care. They, they stayed out until 4 a.m. It's 4 a.m. and he's like, we we should be heading back, you know, let's, let's reel it in and let's head back to town. Let's head back to our cities. And then, you know, we can pick back up. We can go on another date, you know, this weekend, whenever it's the weekend and we don't have to go to, back to work. So she's like, okay, cool. They get in the car, they're leaving, listening to music, having a good time. And he's like, you remember where I live, right? Like, you know, take this exit, go this way, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I definitely know. And she's like, well, why don't you stay the night with me? He's like, oh, no, like, I'm not, I'm not feeling it. Like, I, I need to go home. I have to go to work tomorrow. Like, I still have to sleep for a couple of hours. I have to be up, uh, you know, in, in, a, in a mere few hours. I have to be up and getting ready to go to work. And she's like, well, you should just stay with <laughs> You should just stay with me. He's like, no, no, I <laughs> He's like, no, no, I, I shouldn't. I should go home. Like, just drop me off at home. She's like, no. <laughs> She's like, no, no, you, you can stay with me. So she lives in Lumberton, which when you come in from, I get, I don't, I'm not super, super good with directions, but I know that 
Orange is like right before Lake Charles. Like Orange is like the last city in Texas before you get to Louisiana, before you get to Lake Charles. And like they had to pass up his house. So he's like, girl, put like, drop me off at my house. Like, why are you, what are you doing? And she's like, nope, I want you to stay with me. So I'm not going to drink. I'm not going to drop you off at home. I'm going to bring you to my house, which is all the way in Lumberton. And all my locals know that that is far. I mean, Lumberton, heck, Lumberton's far from everywhere. You know, not really, but it's far. It's, it's not, it's not close to Orange. Lumberton and Orange are not by each other. And so they're driving and he the whole time is like, Shelby, take me home. And she is, she is not caring. She does not care one bit. She is like, she has kidnapped this man. And he's in the passenger seat like, girl, are you for real? Like, I have to go to work. I have to go, we both have to go to work, but like, I have to go to work. And I don't want to go home with you. Y'all, she kidnapped him. She gets to Lumberton. They get to her house. And he's like, I cannot believe you are for, you really brought me here. You really didn't take me home. She's like, no, because I told you I would, I want you to stay here. Y'all, she's trying to make him fall in love with her. Like she's, she's really working. She's working hard. She's like, well, you know, we can have a future together. We can be great together. Look how much fun we've had tonight. And like, He's unfortunately forgetting about all the fun because he is he is now a hostage. This is now a hostage situation and he can no longer recall fun. He does not remember like when he thinks of that night, he does not think of a fun night. He thinks of the night he was held hostage in Lumberton at Lil Shelby's apartment where he did not know where he was. I mean, he was sitting there in this strange with this stranger girl in this stranger apartment in this strange city that he is not from, that he is not living in, you know, very similar to my story, me in Orange, (laughs) but him in Lumberton. This is also kind of similar to last week's story with Casey and Devin, um, which was far more bizarre than this, but anyway, so he's he's being held hostage in her apartment, and my question is, you know, where is, where is his phone? Why doesn't he call an Uber? Why doesn't he call a friend? Why doesn't he phone a friend? Because if, I, if I'm in the car with somebody and I say, take me home, and they say no, and they take me to their house, my mind is going to start racing. First, I'm going to think, okay, what are they about to do? Are they about to sell me into like a slave trade situation? Like, am I about to get trafficked? Like, for real. And I'm, and I'm not even being funny. Like, that that stuff is so real. And it happens all around us all the time. And it's, if I'm in the car with a guy and he says he's not taking me home, that's immediately where my thought goes. I would be calling 9 I would call my daddy so fast. What? What? And I don't know why he didn't decide to call a phone a friend phone a family member like does he not have people to call because I would have called them like for real oh my gosh he is locked locked in this house in Lumberton and when he when she's getting ready for bed like she is not there is there is no she there is no way she is taking him back home tonight she's absolutely not she's I'll take you tomorrow (laughs) 
I will take you tomorrow after our sleepover. We're going to have a good time tonight. You're going to come sleep in my bed, and we're going to have a good time. He's like, I'm not sleeping in your bed. I will sleep on the couch. He said, you know what? I won't even <laughs> He said, I won't even sleep. I'm staying up all night. I mean, rightfully so. If, like... I don't know how you could go to sleep in that kind of situation. You're laying there worried. Like, I'd also be worried. Like, he, they're about to get some boiling water and boil me in, in a pot. Like, they're going to put me in a gumbo pot and boil me and feed me to the, the animals or something. You know? People are crazy. People are absolutely insane. So, he's, 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 just, he's just there all night, wide awake. And she is, she comes out of the room. She's like... So, um, so like, do you, do you want to come, come lay with me? He's like, no, I don't want to lay with you. I want to go home. She's like, well, you, I'm not taking you home. So just come lay with <laughs> Just come lay with me. Just come lay in my bed with me. He's like, no, absolutely not. Absolutely. Not. I will not. He's laying there mad as fire. Like he could, if she was a dude, he would have fought her. 1000%. He would have stood up and pop, pop. Quick two piece knocked her out because he wants he wants to sleep in his own bed he wants to go home and he wants to go to work tomorrow but at this point it's now probably six a.m. when he should be waking up for work and he is locked in Lumberton <laughs> locked in Lumberton locked and loaded locked down in L Town um far away from home far away from uh what he knows what he what he knows what he's familiar with so finally the next day he he finally falls asleep for a little bit she wakes up she's like good morning sunshine you know she's she's still just she's she still thinks that there's hope for them to fall in love and get married and he's like take me home right now you know take me home so she's like okay i'll take you home she drives him home, acts like everything is fine. She's just happy-go-lucky, having the time of her life. She just, you know, she sees nothing wrong in what has happened. The events that had t- took place that early that morning and late that night, she does not see anything wrong with them. Like, n- like not even a little bit. And he cannot even fathom why she thinks this is okay, why she thinks this is normal. Now, I want to ask her, how many times have you done this? This cannot be your first rodeo. This is way too familiar. The way that she's so nonchalantly like bouncing everything off. Like he's insulting her. He's saying mean stuff to her. And she's like not even, not even, not even phased. He's like, you're crazy. She's not phased. She's, I'm crazy for you. (laughs) I don't know if that actually happened. I'm just imagining that. I'm imagining him like cussing her out and her smiling like, okay, do you want, do you want cookies now? Like, do you? Then he said that she had this really like little sweet voice. So I can totally imagine him like, you stupid, blah, 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 blah. You know, like, take me home, you crazy, blah, 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 blah. She's like, oh, honey, that's not nice. You want me to make you some cookies? Like, <laughs> like absolutely insane. So the next day is shot for him. He does not go to work. He probably has a migraine, hungover, mad, cannot even believe that he had to miss a day of work. And she, she does not, she doesn't see anything wrong with it. Clearly missing a day of work is not a big deal for her. 
she probably told her boss that her and her man went on like a little a little weekend getaway and they just had a little fun they they got carried away <laughs> they got carried away and and here they are so she had to miss work you know she sees nothing wrong with it so um so yeah that's the story that's Andrew and Shelby where Andrew was held hostage uh he was kidnapped by Shelby um I did ask him for an update about them like if he's talked to her and he said that she like reached out to him a few weeks later uh like wanting to follow up on their date and he unfortunately had to decline so I just want to know if anybody else has dealt with um has 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 gone on a date with her any other southeast Texas people like if this date sounds familiar to you, <laughs> if this has also happened to you, uh, let me know. Like, that's crazy. I'm sure she's still on Bumble, you know? Like, she's probably still on Bumble, still just hook, line, sinker, getting these guys with her little sweet voice and kidnapping <laughs> kidnapping them and in my mind I'm really looking like I can imagine like this little petite girl next door like driving her little Honda Civic her little like bright red Honda Civic with like uh like cute little air fresheners and seat covers like she's just a little girly pop little girly girly pop girly pie and she's just so fun and happy and sweet just kidnapping people absolutely insane and now it's time for some dating profiles. Y'all, I find so much joy in, in this part. Like, I I absolutely love reading these profiles. So, like, if y'all have, if y'all are on any dating apps or whatever, and you see some bios that are funny or that are just bizarre, crazy, weird, screenshot them and send them to me. Um, I won't say that you sent them. I know everybody's so shy about being on Bumble, Facebook dating, all that. We all know everybody's on there. Everybody's on there, so shut up. Don't worry about it. Uh, I won't say that you said it. Like, I won't, you won't have to be embarrassed, silly girl. Uh, <laughs> so, let's just jump right into it. So, the first one is D. And this is just a short and sweet. D31, and his bio says, Names I'm known by. Daddy, musician, go get her. <laughs> That's it. That's all. He just needs you to know that he is uh, not, not, he is not a go-getter. He is not a musician. But those are names that he is known by. He, instead of calling him D, they also call him Daddy. They also call him Musician and Go-Getter. Um, <laughs> like, I get what he's trying to say, right? Like, we get it. We get that he's trying to say that he is also a musician. He is a go-getter. He's ambitious. He's all this and that. But the way he writes this, names I'm known by. You are not known by go-getter. I promise you that that no one refers to you as go-getter. Like, that is not a nickname. D is probably a nickname. Your real name is probably, like, Darius or, like, Demarcus, like, I know that D is not your birth name, so that should be your bio. Your bio should say, names I'm known by, Demarcus, Del Mario, you know, whatever his name is. But not musician and go-getter. Listen, we love that for him. We absolutely love that for him. Um, and then another, the other dating profile is Darius29. Um, 
And next we have Chris, who is 37. His bio says, A hater will see you walk on water and say, It's only because you can't swim. In my life, there's a balance between... <laughs> there's a balance... <laughs> there's a balance between ratchetness and righteousness. <laughs> he says... He says... He says, relationship goals. 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through, <laughs> 4 through 7. I don't know why I'm reading this with so much passion. <laughs> and then he says, I am preparing my son so that no one has to repair the man. I am a traveling man. G. The end. So, <laughs> so Chris, um... I can't tell like what his vibe like I can't I can't figure out a vibe for him. He also seems a little bit bitter. A lot of these guys out here just just feel bitter. They feel angry. And I'm like, I don't know if is that like toxic masculinity? Like what do we like what what category do we put that under? Also, I did have to look up first Corinthians thirteen, four through seven because I just I didn't know it off the top of my head. Um it's a good scripture, right? It's just about love. Uh and about, you know, what love is and what love does not, like, what love does and what love does not, all that, all that jazz. So he, he wants a relationship that is, um, a holy, a holy love. <laughs> and he, uh, but he wants you to know that he does have a balance between right, ratchetness and righteousness, which, you know, they are, they are almost quite literally opposites. So he... <laughs> <laughs> he 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 uh he lives a very vague lifestyle uh very very vague because those those are are very much very opposite um and so he is a father clearly he's preparing his son so that no one has to repair him um so he's saying he's pre <laughs> He is preparing so that no one has to repair um, a poet. He is a poet, and he is a clearly a good father, who um, who who clearly has been hurt, and he don't he don't want his son to get hurt. I don't like. I want to know what he thought. What he thought he was gonna. What who he thought he was going to capture with that bio now that that relationship goals first corinthians that could have really got a lot of the church girls i know several girls that a man could literally just say i want with you i want a first corinthians 13 4 through 7 they'd say when's the wedding date you know tell me tell me the date um they would they would look past all of the other things they'd say oh i don't i don't care about ratchetness and righteousness right i was all i see was righteous i just see righteous i don't see ratchet um so maybe that's the girl he's looking for. Uh, so all my single church girlfriends, girly pops, <laughs> Chris, Chris might be the one for you. Um, if you are newly, newly converted, if you are looking, um, and if, and if you live, if you, whatever kind of lifestyle you live, he clearly don't care. He, he, he said there's, he's a, he's a balance. He's a balance between the two, um, two, two very, very far extremes. Uh, but he, he's looking for love. He is in fact looking for love. And, um, if, if y'all are interested, hit up, hit up our boy, Chris.
If you enjoyed this episode of Sid Speaks PhD, go ahead and do me a favor, subscribe, share, follow, send it to your friends, send it to your cousin, and then send me your personal hell date. I want to tell your story. Thanks so, so, so much for listening. I'll see y'all right back here next Monday.